sometimes a slap in the face is the best rebuke for a jackass who insults your wife. It was the slap heard round the world. Was it wrong? And what does it all mean? I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angle is brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com, who are such enthusiastic backers of this enterprise that they lay their own money on the line to make sure you can watch these shows for free. You might express your gratitude, even in a non-monetary way, by hitting a like button or a thumbs up or sharing this with a friend. We appreciate that. Uh, gentlemen, uh, it's all, it seems to beggar the imagination that you would not have heard of what happened at the Oscars, even though the Oscars ratings are plummeting. The shares on YouTube of a little minute and 30 second clip have been uh, going up quite nicely thanks to the fact that comedian Chris Rock made an inappropriate joke about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, wife of actor Will Smith. And uh, Will Smith responded by striding up on stage, slapping Chris Rock in the face and then shouting obscenities at him a couple of times uh, after he returned from to his seat. Later in the evening, they iced the cake with Will Smith getting the Best Actor Award. But Stephen Green, it was clear that Will Smith was not acting when he did that to Chris Rock. And, uh, you know, I've talked to a, a number of people about this in my other employment, and it seems some people were just absolutely shocked. Others said, you're darn straight. That's what a man should do to protect his wife. But Steve, I want to get your reaction to something that Monica Hess in the Washington Post wrote. She said, violence performed in the name of protecting wronged women only steals away the attention from where it belongs on the wronged women or woman in this case. His decision to slap Chris Rock centered on his own sense of honor and offense, not hers. And it simply furthered a nasty trope of equating anger and affection. That was an interpretation, Steve, that I did not expect, but I guess I should have expected from the Washington Post. How do you read this situation? Do you think it says anything about uh, Hollywood's understanding of the roles of men and women in marriage or the role of a man in protecting his wife? Uh, before I get to that, which is all very interesting, I thought the uh, the G.I. Jane reference was just a, a little dated. I think that movie came out in the in the mid 90s. Yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> For Chris Rock, I've I've got some other references here that you might want to just, you know, stick on the shelf for next time. Uh, it's good to see Sinead O'Connor's Barber still gets work. I, I think that's pretty fresh. Uh, Grace Jones, I thought you were taller. That might have worked. Um, oh, I loved you in Star Trek, the motion picture. And then you get the, uh, the, the, the Trekkies on board with that one. And, of course, I thought Joan of Arc was French. So uh, just... Freshen things up there. You know, Chris. by the way, I want to affirm, because I had had this question, Steve, that uh, the show, people from the show said that Chris Rock did that bit himself. It was not written by comedy writers. It was not prepared for him. Well, it, it, I draw, personally, I draw the line of making fun of somebody's medical condition. Uh, maybe he didn't know that that seems unlikely, but a friend of mine suffers alopecia. And by the way, she looks gorgeous, bald, but... It's also not something I'm going to joke about. She's, no. you know, she's suffered this since she was a, a young teen. And it's just, it's, it's bad enough when it, when it hits you in your forties, but for that to happen to a, a young girl at 12, 13 years old, is just, just awful. Um, it's, it's really hard to comment on the, on the rightness or wrongness of this whole thing. So it was just a mess and a highly public mess. Uh, people do still watch the Oscars, uh, maybe not in the numbers they used to, but I think 
14 or 15 million people tuned into this thing. Um, and I'm also, you know, when I first saw it, and especially when I heard Will Smith shouting, I was definitely uh, convinced that it was real. But when I watched it again, I was just I was a little less sure. Um, the first reason is if you watch the beginning of the clip, uh, Will Smith laughs at the joke. He, he laughs does. at the joke. Uh, it's very clear. Um, so I don't know if Jada gave him a look that said, you'd better get on this or if there was something planned and he just didn't know what the joke was. And so it took him by surprise. Also, if I'm Chris Rock, if I'm anybody and somebody starts marching at me at a pretty high speed unexpectedly, I don't leave my hands in my pockets because I don't know what's coming up. Um, if I remember the video correctly, uh, uh, Chris Rock left his hands in his pockets so he knew it was coming up. Uh, maybe I'm reading that situation wrong. I don't know. But I always know that uh, there's a lot of artifice in Hollywood. It's it's kind of their business. And so I'm I'm I'm. Let's just say I'm less certain than you are of the authenticity of of, of what took place. Um, I'm wondering if said, there's, there's any public occurrence, Steve, that people on, especially people on our side of the aisle, don't immediately think was phony. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, I'm not sure whether it was phony or not, but there there were details there that that caught my eye. I just finished with uh, with with this real quick. Uh, Robert Heinlein told the story in I think one of his Lazarus Long books about the uh, the the man whose uh, young wife was uh, got her dress caught in the train tracks and there's an oncoming train and he tried and tried to to free her but but wasn't having any luck and a hobo waiting for a train to come by sees what's going on and he pitches in and helps and as it turns out all three of them were killed and. Heinlein's point was it was the husband's uh, uh, duty and privilege to do that. But what makes the stranger do that? And I think uh, some of our reactions to that videotape are similar to maybe our reactions to that old story. Bill Whittle, I, it, when I saw this and heard the reaction of some of my colleagues at work, um, I, I was wondering whether this was just another example of our tendency to view whatever happens in the world as a reinforcement for what we already believe. Um, immediately people jump to their fortress of ideology where they said, well, you know, either this is terribly wrong, like the lady in the, in the um, Washington Post who, you know, thinks it's somehow, you know, Will Smith mansplaining on behalf of his wife and, you know, equating, it almost made it seem like she was calling him a wife beater because he went up and slapped the guy who attacked his wife. Um, you know, it's, and so there are people on that side. On the other side, there are, they're frankly, people who are more like me and a lot of, especially women that I talk to, who basically said, it's good to see a man who will stand up for his wife. And uh, one of my colleagues asked me, would you have gone up on stage and done that? And my, my gut reaction was, I wish I would have had the courage to do that. I don't know that I would have. Um, Bill, is this just a tempest in a teapot, or do you think this says anything at all about our culture in the way at least that people have reacted to this? Yeah, it says a lot about everything. The first thing it says is that whatever doubts anybody might have had about the end of Hollywood and the end of the movie star system, you, think you can pretty much look at this event as the last flutter of the red flag on the white star line as the Titanic goes down to the bottom. I mean, this is, this is the most memorable moment in, in Oscar history. 
is when somebody went up and punched out a guy for telling a joke. Look, I have said repeatedly, I, and I have values as you do and as Steve does. So I have said repeatedly that I believe there are such things as fighting words. I believe that there are insults that can be issued to your face that you not only should not stand for, but you cannot stand for. And most of those have to do with my wife and and, and we all three feel that way because we're, we're traditional in that way. So on some level, the argument that he's standing up for his wife is something I respect, but I don't think it applies here. I don't think it applies here for a number of reasons, one of which is the key to everything. When I was thinking about this issue, I was thinking about who can I remember who had a wife who had like a medical condition? And the first person that came to mind was John Glenn. And it's a very famous scene in The Right Stuff, which is based on a true story, where all of these reporters wanted to come into the house and question John Glenn's wife. John Glenn's wife was unbearably shy. She had a terrible stutter. And John Glenn basically said, tell him to get out of the house. The vice president wants it. Tell him to get out of the house. Otherwise, it won't fly. Nobody will fly. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I'm behind John Glenn with that on 100%. The reason this doesn't apply here is that when Will Smith sits there and says, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. Well, his wife is a is a effing movie star. She is a public figure at an event in a $700,000 dress who is at an event who knows full well that this is nothing but insult comedy and has been nothing but that for the entire time. So if it's okay to punch Chris Rock out for making a, a, a joke in poor taste, then is it all right for um, Javier Biden to reach up and, and punch him out because he made a joke about Penelope Cruz 10 seconds before this one? She is a public figure at a public event, and they are well aware of the fact that they are sitting in the front row of the Oscars when this is the style of comedy. I think so. So that's number one. That this idea that she's like you know that she's like this 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 keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Chris Rock talked about his wife in 2016 for boycotting the Oscars. She's she's making a public statement about boycotting the Oscars. She is involved in all of this. She's a public figure. What he could have done and probably should have done is what any one of us would have done. And it's actually so common. It's a cliche line. You walk up to this guy and instead of sucker punching him because he did sucker punch him, Chris Rock thought his friend was coming up there to either make a joke or, or do some kind of Hollywood thing. It's absolutely real. But you could tell from Chris Rock's expression that he thought, oh boy, here he comes. He's got something to say. And then Will Smith just punches him with his hands in his pockets, as Steve said. If, if, this, was going to be the, if this was going to be done the way that these kind of things are, are supposed to be honorably done, he should have said something to the effect of, let you and me step outside, right? Not just walk up and sucker punch somebody in the face for doing his job. That's his job. That's what he's there for. That's what he does. And that's what he did all night before this and all night after that. Was it in bad taste? Yes, undoubtedly. Virtually everything he does is in bad taste. So the, so the defense that he's standing up for his wife is something I would respect enormously if this had happened in a bar between people who'd never met each other and, and his wife was, was basically just sitting there and somebody threw an insult at him. But that's not the case here. This is not only a public figure in terms of his wife, this is a public event. And Steve pointed out, that Will Smith laughed at the joke because he did. He laughed at it. And then you go back to Chris Rock for four or five seconds and you don't see what happened between these two people. But then he goes, walks up there and, and has a smile on his face and, and smacks him in the face and so on. So I don't have a whole lot of sympathy 
for somebody who gets who gets dressed up to go to an event like that, sits in the front row, and then is mortified that somebody made a comment about them as a movie star. I just don't. I just don't buy it. It. it this is. This to me is what divides this from defending your wife to to the fact that if you did not expect, if you are not able to take that kind of thing in the front row of the Oscars as a famous movie star wife of a, of a guy who's nominated for an award, then I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't. I think, I think he's lucky he wasn't arrested. And by the way, I'll just close by saying this. Whenever I talk about fighting words, whenever I talk about this idea that there are some things that you cannot say to my wife in my presence, I always preface this or close it by saying, if that happens, one or both of us are either going to the hospital or we're going to the jail. And I noticed that he didn't, he didn't, there are no consequences for this. If you're willing to hit a guy for insulting your wife, you should be prepared to go to jail for that because that is assault, right? What, what consequences did he get? His consequences for his actions were half an hour later, he gets the gold statue and, and goes out waving it and partying it all night. I think it was a punk thing to do. Um, in fairness to Will Smith, he did apologize later to the Academy. Um, it's not clear that he apologized directly to Chris Rock. Um, as far as consequences go, what's that? He did today. Okay, well, the latest, latest stuff I read the... said that, that Rock is still kind of avoiding him and got out of there shortly after the incident happened. The police say that Rock is not planning to press charges, but that doesn't mean that Rock will never press charges. Um, that can that can happen at any time. Um, the the Academy does have a penalty for using the obscene language that, that uh, Will Smith used in the show, so it's possible that he could be fined up to $60,000 for uh, the two uses of obscenities on the air. And they are going to have a, a committee or commission meet to discuss the consequences of that behavior to Will Smith himself, what they can do within the context of their bylaws to be able to punish him or not uh, based on that. Um, Smith clearly contrite about it, probably more contrite than I would be or that I thought was necessary, is saying that he did the wrong thing, that he let his emotions get the better of him, um, that he was acting in a protective role uh, for his wife, but that he shouldn't have done what he did. So he clearly treats it as something wrong. Uh, but there are many, many people around the United States, and I count myself as one of them, who think that when the offense happens in front of the entire world, then the reaction should also happen in front of the entire world. Because a lot of other people are saying, well, we should have just talked to him backstage. And I say, what happens to Chris Rock in that situation? If Chris Rock had just said something nasty about a woman who had a disease, then actually things would have gone worse for Chris Rock than they're actually going to go. Because then he would become the subject of potential cancel culture. It's like, oh, he's beating up on a woman. He's beating up on a handicapped woman. He's, you know, and then all of the, the chatter would have been about this terrible guy, Chris Rock. As it turns out, it, it's Chris Rock now looks like a victim. Will Smith looks like the bad guy because he went up there and slapped him in the face. Um, but clearly, uh, he was acting in a role that a lot of men wish they had the guts to do, that a lot of women wish they were married to a guy who had the guts to do. And whether you think it was faked, trumped up, or um, or just you know anything that anybody from Hollywood does, you don't have to treat like they're human beings because they're all actors. I get that. I understand that a lot of people will look at it that way. They're all phonies. They're all fakes. Uh, but frankly, I thought it was the first real moment that I've ever seen at the Oscars. 
I thought it was the first moment when people stopped with the fake laughter, the instinctive, and frankly, my take on Chris, on, on Will Smith's laughter was kind of the instinctive, oh, I know he's about to make a joke. I'm ready to laugh because that's what happens when the guy makes a joke. But then he went the wrong way with the joke. And I understand a husband's anger and a need to defend his wife. Um, you may write this off in any number of ways, but I think that at least having this discussion about the role of men with regard to their wives, about what's appropriate. When you just said, uh, just uh, almost casually, Bill, well, it's insult comedy and that's what they do at the Oscars. I'm like, since when and says who? Why, why is that a thing? Why, does, why do we think we wanna get together and watch our favorite movie stars be insulted by some jack wagon like Ricky Gervais, who is also a brilliant comedian, um, or Chris Rock, and, and just like you came into the room, you're wearing a $70,000 dress, therefore I get to insult you. It, it if, just, if that was the only insult seems, that he had issued the no, no. entire night, he would have a case. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the only insult. What I'm what I'm addressing here is the just the the overall idea of of the fun that we have watching famous people be insulted by another famous person. And I'm like, I don't know, is that really fun? Do I no, do I not. really think that Will and Jada have the right to have like a an actual marriage? Do they actually love each other? This is not some 1930s staged Hollywood marriage where they're just pretending to be in love because they both have good followings and they want to, you know, promote the, the for the PR benefit of it. I think they love each other. I think it's a husband and a wife. I think they care. I think the disease is devastating. I think it's really hard, especially on an African American woman. The whole uh, it, there's there've been actually documentaries made about the whole hair culture. In fact, I think Chris Rock made a documentary about the hair culture of African-American women. This is a big dang deal for her. And I, for one, don't watch crap like this on TV because it's not fun for me to watch other people just get hurt. You know, it's like, oh, it's okay. You came, you came and sat in the audience. You sat in the front row. Therefore, you're a legitimate target. Why can't you make actual jokes? Why can't you use self-deprecating humor, which is always more effective? You know, why does it have to be that we say, hey, let's take the opportunity to see people beat up on each other? I, I, I'm from like some previous century. Um, I, I know that what I'm saying right now is gonna be just pummeled in the comments section because people are like, no, oh, these people deserve it. They deserve everything that's coming to them. You know, they earned all that money. They took it from us. They're gonna use it in liberal causes. They should be insulted with impunity. I just think that it could be more civil, that we could be better people. And I think sometimes a slap in the face is the best rebuke for a jackass who insults your wife. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible. 